Hey everybody, welcome back to the Wayback Chronicles podcast. My name is Steve McKelkey and I'm here with my lifelong friends Keith Abbott and Noel Kirsch. As you recall in this podcast, we cover all the greatest events from 1970 to current. Super excited to uh, introduce Noel Kirsch who's going to talk about the world of sports in the year of 2008. So Noel is all yours. Tell us about all the awesome things that the Boston Celtics did. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Wow. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> Now, 2008 was one of those years, like I was talking about in the last episode, um, was um, was pretty amazing. Uh, like I said, there were some sports, as I was doing my research for this episode, uh, there were some sportscasters that were talking about how uh, 2008 may have been one of the best sports years of all time. So um, there's a lot, lot going on. The first thing that happened, obviously, in 2008, the Summer Olympics in Beijing. Hmm. I don't know if you guys watched the opening ceremony for that, but it was uh, quite ornate, we'll yes. say. Um, it varied Chinese uh, and, you know, lo- lots of uh, it was it was very ornate. I'll just leave it at that. It was it was it was unbelievable. I remember um, it. That was fantastic, actually. Yeah. Golly, it was it was uh, it was years and years. I mean, 2008. Um but I still remember. <laughs> yeah. I still remember it. Uh, it was pretty, pretty amazing, but, um, lots that, um, you know, the highlights really from the summer Olympics were really around Usain Bolt and Michael Phelps mainly. So Usain Bolt sprinter from Jamaica, unbelievable, unbelievable sprinter. And he set a new world record in the hundred meter dash, which is only slightly faster than my hundred meter dash time of nine, (laughs) 9.69 seconds, which is a world record. But the, the thing that, um, was amazing was that right before he finished and crossed, crossed the finish line, he starts celebrating before he gets over the line rather than just running all the way through it. And so there are a lot of pundits that are like, he could have cracked 9.5, which is just unheard of, but Mm. Um, we'll never know. And, you know, of course, the older he gets, the slower he's going to get. Um, that's happened to us, right? I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. we used to be uh, Usain Bolt speed and then and it just dropped off after that. But they are, you know, so anyway, before he finished, he crossed the finish line. He's he's already celebrating and and uh, only had a 9.69 uh, world record. So that was that was amazing. But on the American front. Michael Phelps won a record eight gold medals. And I mean, some, in some of the races too, like he won one of the races by like a fingernail. It was so close. And then the 400 meter relay, um, the last, um, the last leg of that race, we were down and it was a come from behind win. And the last leg on that, um, on that relay, we came back and won. And so that was his eighth gold, gold medal. But, uh, yeah, Michael Phelps, uh, still to this day, I don't know that anybody's ever going to, I mean, of course to say that, um, I'd love to see the athlete that can top that, Yeah, no uh, that, that is a record. I think it's going to stand for many, many, many years, but, uh, that was the China, that was the Olympics in 2008 Beijing when that happened. But, um, China did win the overall medal tally, but it was probably done on a scoreboard made in China. So I'm calling foul on that. I think America actually won personally. Um, but, uh, 
another a couple other highlights too from the Olympics that I wrote down. Um, the U.S. men's basketball team, which um, in previous years had won back-to-back uh, bronze medals, you know, you ha- we had that we had that run in there, 1984, uh, in in 1998. Uh, I'm sorry, 1988, where we. Have... <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> my fault. That's yeah. My fault. <laughs> so for the listeners uh keith shared this uh picture that's very appropriate to what noel was referring to with uh, we, our, our lack of speed compared to our prime but uh showed a picture this picture is the duke uh the duke boys getting in and now the general lee and then the last picture shows uncle jesse trying to get out the the general lee and that's going to be more appropriate to what it's like for us uh, me in the 80s dash. versus me now yeah uh, it's that was that's appropriate i think we should post that on on uh on the social social we, media we side. will when we release this show yeah for sure, for sure. <laughs> Uh, but so the U S men's basketball team, they had won back-to-back bronze medals and we used to dominate in men's basketball. So this year we put in Kobe Bryant and LeBron James. And of course we took the, the gold medal. We beat the beat Spain for the gold medal. So we reclaimed our rightful position as the most dominant, uh, basketball nation, uh, in the world. So, and one other, the last, uh, note I wrote for the Summer Olympics. Um, it's it's noteworthy, um, and I'll get to this. It's it's it was an odd odd thing that happened, but the most remarkable U.S. triumph definitely belonged to the men's volleyball team, which had last won a, a medal, which was a bronze in 1992. The team went undefeated, rallying behind its coach Hugh Mc, Hugh McCutcheon after his father-in-law had been stabbed to death by a deranged man at a Beijing tourist attraction. No way. Yeah. And I, wow. I remember, I remember hearing that when I was watching the 2008 Olympics, I heard this, you know, this story about uh, what had happened and the team just, you know, like we're going to win one for, for the coach. I can imagine the coach. I don't know if my, you know, relative had been stabbed to death. I don't know that I'd be that focused, but uh, be able to, to stay focused that much to t- coach the team. But, um, they, they rallied and, and, uh, went undefeated. So it's pretty amazing. That's wild. Huh? Um, in the world of baseball, the Philadelphia Phillies beat Tampa Bay Rays in five games to win the, uh, the, the title in uh, 2008. Um, it was kind of a boring world series. It rained a whole bunch. There was some controversy in game three when, um, the, uh, the the series basically got rained out, um, but it was like uh, the series basically just didn't want to be played because there was so much rain in Philly. And uh, anyway, so I have a couple of trivia questions for you guys. The first was, who was the Phillies closer that closed out the championship game for Philadelphia? And wow, I'll let you guys marinate on that, and I'll give you a bit of a hint. Need a hint? Yes. Yeah. There's a Houston Astros connection. Does that help any? Billy Wagner? Nope. I see. Oh, uh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, yeah. Did he give up a home run to uh, Albert Pujols? It's the guy. Yep. Yeah. Got Brad Lidge. Yeah, Brad Lidge. Oh, yeah. 
Brad Lidge. Uh, Brad Lidge uh, pitched the last game of that World Series and uh, sealed the win for the Phillies. And my second trivia question is, and I'm great segue, uh, but where did the ball land that Albert Pujols hit off Brad Lidge when he pitched for the Astros? It hasn't landed yet. <laughs> <laughs> that that is that is the answer. Other oh other other answers that I would have accepted was the moon, the sun, <laughs> or or Uranus. <laughs> so that ball was absolutely crushed. And I I bet I bet when Brad Blitz goes to bed at night, he still has nightmares about that night. I know I do. I yeah. can't go into Minute Maid Park and look at left field and not think about. That home run, that home run that that Pujols hit, just a dagger through my heart every time I think about that. But, yeah. <laughs> so, so not to get too far off track, but which which home run do you think was bigger, uh, Pujols or uh, the one that Jordan hit uh, hmm. in the World Series this year? Well, I think I mean Jordan Alvarez was was to seal the World Series title. Um, the one that Pujols hit, I think that put them into the world series, but it didn't, it didn't win him the title, but it got him to the, it got him to the game, put and knocked the Astros out. So I'd, I'd have to say personally, I think the Jordan Alvarez home yeah. run was probably the bigger one. Yeah. But, I agree. Yeah. That was, that was a towering home run too. Good grief. Jordan. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Um, the world of football, the Super Bowl, which, you know, it's hit or miss, you know, it, it can either be a great game or it could be kind of a snooze fest um, where you're pretty much there to watch the commercials. Um, but in 2008, it was New York Giants uh, versus the undefeated New York, New England Patriots. And they were 18 to no going into the game, the chance to go 19 to no, which had never been done before. Uh, Tom Brady, of course, quarterback, and it was it was amazing. So it was Eli Manning at quarterback for the Giants versus Tom Brady, two great quarterbacks. And the final two minutes and 42 seconds of the game, Brady drives all the way down the field, throws a touchdown pass with 242 left in the game to Randy Moss to lift the Patriots over the Giants 14 to 10. So Eli Manning gets the ball with two minutes and 42 seconds and drives all the way down the field, burns up all but 35 seconds on the clock and throws a touchdown pass to Plaxico Burris. Plaxico, a name that I've never considered naming one of my kids. (laughs) (laughs) But if we have a third kid, which would be a miracle of science because it's physically (laughs) impossible. I think we'll add it to the list. I think we'll consider it, but Plaxico Burris, um, Brady then gets the ball with 35 seconds. And, you know, I, I rewatched this in preparation for the thing. They, they were all like, for the podcast, they were all like, Brady's got, it's too much time. He's going to have time to drive all the way down, blah, 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 blah. And it was like, oh man, there was a lot of drama build up and everything. And he had, he was a master at game winning drives uh, and basically just went backwards. It was like, fourth and 25 or something like that. Like the last play of the game throws a pass and they went incomplete and uh, the giants held on and handed the Patriots their very first loss of the season. And wow. uh, they went 18 to one giants won the game. It was played in uh, Glendale, Arizona at the university of Phoenix uh, stadium, but yeah. pretty was amazing. Was that the one that, that like, 
it was like a fourth down play and Eli Manning threw it kind of midfield and like the dude caught it almost on yeah. his helmet or David something. David Tyree. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It was a miracle catch. If yeah. you have, if you're listening to this, you haven't seen that it's on YouTube. Just Google 2008 Super Bowl final two, final two minutes and watch it. I mean, it only takes two it's minutes. Worth to watch. Well, it's yeah, worth it. Yeah. It, it's, it's really something actually we may even put, we, I don't know if we can, but if we can post that video with this, with this, with this show, it might yeah, be a good thing to link watch. to it. Why not? It's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. But um, so. I do have it, to say real quick before we mm-hmm. get away from the Super Bowl is, is <clears throat> thank goodness Tom Brady's finally retired. <laughs> I, I mean, that. I oh, have yeah. been waiting for this for decades now. Yeah. Yeah. His career lasts a lot longer than it should have. And the only thing that makes me more upset about him retiring and it's never seen again is find out that he signed a 10-year contract uh with uh fox sports so we'll fox. see him for 10 years talking about football so <laughs> yeah. i'll be watching any games on fox for the next 10 years but uh, <laughs> i i have a lot of respect for him as a player i mean as an athlete i think he's i mean i think he's He's amazing. I mean, I, I hated him because he always beat my teams, but, mm-hmm. uh, but at utmost respect, uh, for sure. But yeah, I agree with you. It was time for him to retire. If not for no other reason, I just didn't want to see him decline. There's nothing worse than seeing somebody who's way past their prime that should have checked out, you know, like call it, call it a day and they yeah. don't. Yeah. Uh, but no, nah, think- he should have finished with that Tampa Bay Super Bowl win. Yeah. Oh yeah. For that sure. would have been a much better story than, Absolutely. than this year. But I yep. mean, still I mean, yep. when, when you're a competitor, like he is, uh, it's, it's, it's gotta be hard to hang it up. You for know? Sure. For um, sure. So, so on the other end of the spectrum in the, in the, in the world of football, 2008, you had the uh, Patriots who come up one game short of having a perfect season. On the other end of that is the poor Detroit lions that, had the most embarrassing record in all of sports. They finished absolutely winless, losing all 16 games for that season. They went 0-16. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, dude, you got to mention it. I mean, I'm yeah. sorry. If, if you're a Detroit Lions fan, hey, you've bounced back. You've got a, you've got a good team this year. But, hey, couldn't believe it. That's, yeah, that's hard. That's hard to be a fan that through, through something like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's coming from a tech person. (laughs) (laughs) We know misery, don't we? When it comes to sports, holy moly. Um, in the world of golf. So I kind of, kind of tease this in the last episode, but, um, you know, Tiger Woods won the U S golf open for the third time. This time he was forced to play in a playoff at Torrey Pines in San Diego against a golfer named Rocco mediate. I don't know. Okay. I don't, I don't know that one. But he played against them and beat them. And I, I went and watched the the final uh, couple minutes or final couple holes, actually, of, of this in preparation for the podcast, too. And I, I had to turn it up because he was kind of staying under his breath. But I heard Tiger Woods say, better things to come. I must think positive. Better things to come. I must think positive. He kept saying that to himself as he was playing last hole to win. And then I remembered, Keith, when you were telling the story about when you met him in that hotel in San Antonio, you told him. Because <laughs> he told you, hey. I should have seen this coming. 
<laughs> you guys, I wish y'all could see the looks on y'all's faces. Y'all were like, really? You said that? Yeah. So if you haven't listened. <laughs> Good one, Noel. If you haven't listened to the episode, it's sports, right? Of 95. Yeah. yeah if yeah. you haven't listened to the 1995 sports episode, Keith ran into Tiger Woods in a hotel in San Antonio and he, he didn't know who he was. And Tiger was like, yeah, I played in a golf, I played in a golf tournament day and, and I didn't do so well. And Keith was like, Hey man, better things to come. You must think positive. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what gave us Tiger Woods was you, Keith Abbott. You got that me motiv- on that one. I'm listening. That I'm listening <laughs> like, wow, you could hear this on the microphone and say it. I can't <laughs> believe I, I can't I, believe I kept it. I can't believe I kept that together that you long. Man. Man. tongue in cheek on that one. That was good. That's your piece, Couldn't couldn't hold it together. That anyway, brilliant. Um, but two days after, so two days after winning this this sudden death ending, which was, I mean, a dramatic win to win the U.S. Golf Open, it was revealed that Tiger had played the Open with a torn ligament in his left knee, and he had suffered a double stress fracture in his left leg. So he was basically playing that tournament one-legged and they asked him after they were like, how's the knee? And he's like, I am done. I can't do anymore. I'm glad that's over. I got to get off. I got to get off my feet. So he won that, he won that thing with basically one leg. And I don't, I mean, I've seen both you guys play golf with two legs. We are not Tiger Woods and he did it with one leg and he beat Rocco mediate. We were that guy is, but he's going to have to be, he's going to have to play tiger and, Way better than us. Absolutely. But anyway, that's not saying much. So in the world of tennis, um, there were no such physical handicaps. Um, Like these guys both had two able legs from what I could tell, but um, both these guys are certainly exhausted. Um, Roger Federer, who is the reigning national champion, reigning national champion, but reigning champion, played – Nadal, oh crud! Don't have Rafael. his name. Rafael Nadal. Thank you very much. Um, he overcame him in the Wimbledon's men final. Top ranked Federer was within two points from becoming the first male since the 1880s to win a sixth straight Wimbledon. When his longtime rival, number two Nadal, rallied for a six four six four six seven six seven nine seven victory. I hope y'all know what that means, but. It ended a four-hour, 48-minute match, the longest Wimbledon men's final in history. In two rain delays and with darkness becoming an issue, Federer hit a forehand into the net on Nadal's fourth match point. And so the kind of cur- the, the running theme through all the, the sports in 2008 was dramatic finishes. So uh, nothing boring in what how many tennis, golf, uh, football and also in the Olympics, there was not a not a boring ending to many of the sports uh, sporting events that were going on in 2008. So you can definitely see why people thought this might be up there with one of the best sports years ever. Yeah, for totally. sure, for sure. Yeah, they were definitely a lot of talk and about the best that. is yet to come. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saving it, Steve. <laughs> in college basketball, uh, Steph Curry, y'all have heard of him, right? Oh yeah, yep. yeah. Please. Gold State Warriors, um, World Championships, a couple of them. In 2008, he led 10th seed and heavy underdog Davidson on an improbable run in the Final Four tournament, leading them to defeat Gonzaga, 
Georgetown and Wisconsin before losing in the lead eight to eventual tournament champion, the Kansas Jayhawks. And I, I was reading through this and I was like, man, Steph Curry. First of all, I didn't know where he came from. I didn't know he came from Davidson. I didn't either. And yeah, I, it was, that was why I was like, I gotta, gotta bring that into the podcast. Thought that was pretty interesting, but um, almost made it into the final four. Speaking of the final four, this is the first 2008 tournament was the first time since the seeding began in 1979 that all four number ones reached the final four. Oh, wow. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't get very exciting. It was kind of boring. Like the, 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 the favorites except for Davidson was winning every game pretty much for the entire tournament and double digit romps for, for the most part. Um, when it came to the final four, the, the number ones facing off to each other, Memphis won over UCLA in double digits, Kansas won over North Carolina in double digits. And then it looked like the final game between Memphis and, and Kansas was going to be another kind of a snooze fest. But uh, Memphis was cruising to a nine point lead with a couple minutes remaining in the game. And then Memphis stumbled down the very, you know, towards the end of the game at the free throw line, Kansas hit all its shots including a Mario Chalmers three-pointer with two seconds left to send the game to overtime. So again, this is 2008, dramatic finish. They sent this game to overtime, and the the Jayhawks then coasted in the overtime to a 75-68 victory. It was their fifth national championship in its first 20 years. So all about dramatic finishes in 2008. So if you have a boring afternoon, you want to watch some 2008 sports highlights, just pick a sport because all of them had pretty good dramatic endings in the championship. So anyway, thought that was interesting. That's a heck of a good sports year. Yep. I'll get two more sports to talk about. Oh, I thought Probably we were done. done. I thought we no, were no, done. No, no, no. You don't need no, to talk no, about no. the others. I've got, I've got, I've got maybe one, two. Just one. I think just, just go no, with one. No one wants to talk about uh, polo rugby. Uh, <laughs> Grand rules football um, in the world of checkers. Football. There you go. And uh, <laughs> in cribbage. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. In formula in Formula One, which you guys know, I'm a big, I'm a Formula One fan. I know you guys don't like it, but it's notable because uh, British driver Lewis Hamilton became the first ever African American to win a Formula One championship title. Uh, he won it in the, the Brazil uh, Grand Prix and uh, first first African-American to win it. He's gone on to win seven titles um, in in Formula One, which is uh, ties the record uh, Michael Schumacher and, and Lewis Hamilton holds the same. They've, they both won seven uh, championships, but thought that was worth um, including in the, the summary today as well. So, yeah, I, I have a friend that's, that's uh, you know a crew chief in NASCAR. It's not. It's not that I don't like racing. It's. It's just that is. Um, it, that's something that um, it's kind of like Americans in soccer, right? You've really got to understand and appreciate Formula One. And oh, and yeah. I think and, and the more I hear you talk about it, and I've seen things about it, I need to I need to delve more into this. So it's not that yeah. I don't like it. It's just I don't I don't quite follow <laughs> it in the way that. I need yeah. you to really appreciate it. And I think yeah. it's kind of like you were talking about in the music episode, Steve, that's one of those sports that the more I hear about it, the more I would like to embrace it a little bit more, um, yeah. especially with your conversation that you had about going to see them in wasn't it Austin yeah. that you went mm-hmm. to and, and the experience you had sounds fantastic. So I definitely would like to, to embrace that a little bit more. So the three of us should do that together. I mean, I'm game, dude. I mean, I'm all about it, man. I, awesome. it is, it is, uh, 
If you like technology, if you like, you know, engineering and sports, it's Formula One's like all all three of those wrapped up into one, and um, it is it is really amazing. The I like the on track stuff a lot better than the off track stuff. The off track, it's a lot of you know drama and politics and stuff like that. But as long as you kind of block all that out and just stay on on track action, it's it is a it's an amazing sport. But isn't that any anyway. sport though? I mean, it, really, it's true. It's know. true. It's true. Um, and then kind of wrap up um, the in bas- NBA basketball Celtics won the title over Lakers. So that was anyway. The, that's, that's it. Thank you for listening. All the sports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I I'm just poking at Steve. I I knew this is what he's been waiting for. But um, yeah, Celtics won the title over the Lakers, and I think Steve said it was their seventeenth seventeenth championship. Yep. Yep. Gosh, that's. You got to be running out of Raptors to hang the the title flags, right? At that point, yeah. that's re- that's I mean, embarrassing. That's why they retire numbers. So it's, uh, I mean, I, I've never, you know, as, much, as long as I've been to Celtics fan, I've never actually seen a game in Boston, and I should because between oh, wow, the Bruins and, and the Celtics, they have you know so many banners up in the Raptors, it's ridiculous. But uh, uh, there was drama actually in, in that NBA Finals as well because I think it was Game Four, Paul Pierce. Uh, hurt his knee, mm. and uh, and left. Um, I guess early in the second half, and and then very much uh, dramatic style came came returned to the game uh, later on in the fourth quarter, and and uh, which ended up be the you know a game that really helped them clinch the the uh, strong lead in the series, and and uh, so wow, two the two thousand eight is a really cool year. I mean, yeah, yeah, it sort of sucked in music, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that sports really totally redeemed the year. Yeah, it, it, like I said, I mean, it's uh, as advertised. You know, it's it's one of the greatest one of the greatest years in terms of, and certainly in finales and in, in uh, the sports. I mean, I just ran through all those where it the, the 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 championship was decided in the last you know couple minutes of of the game um, in a lot of cases. So it's it pretty pretty amazing. But yeah, yeah it was uh, interesting year. From a sports a perspective. Great wrap up of the year, Noel. Good job. Thank you. I appreciate Thank you. the Wayback Chronicles research department providing you all of the resources you had. They they worked all night and into the and into the day. Um, but I, I appreciate their efforts. Workhorses, all of them. Double and, double and, their pay. Yeah, I think we should. And really, you know, kudos on highlighting that Tiger Woods story. Cause uh <laughs> that that is a moment that most most uh <laughs> golf fans would have missed. I heard it, man. I heard it. It was like better things to come. I must be positive. Better things to come. I must be positive. <laughs> that was good. You had me totally, totally. Oh my gosh. Anyway, oh, well, good, good wrap up, Noel. That was awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. And I guess the next one I'll be back up on deck for the, the TV. And and you know what's interesting? It, all of the. All of these have been talking a lot, a little bit about technology and how it's influenced things, even alluding to Formula One and the technology involved in that music, how it influenced and, and changed how us as Gen Xers, uh, Gen Xers listen and, and then the future. TV was really impacted this year by all of these events, too. And I'm really excited to show you how TV really took a turn this year. This was a year hmm. that really changed 
broadcast TV. Um, and I was really surprised when I was researching this and, and, you know, I'll tell you about the different things that happened, but to kind of put all of the two and twos together to sit there and go, oh, I didn't even think about that being the reason why these type of things are what they are right now. I won't, I don't even want to like steal the thunder, but it's really cool how technology really has influenced um, TV from that point, even through today and what we're interested in watching. So, uh, so stay tuned for the next episode for that. That's my little tie in for that. So awesome. Awesome. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear that. Yeah. Very good. Noel, thank you. I'm, I will, I will say thank you so much for the sports episode and we'll wrap this up. And again, for the, all of our listeners, if there was a sports event that stuck out in your mind, there's a lot of sports in this world that people are passionate oh, yeah. about. Let us know what's important to you. Tell us something that was a really neat thing in your memory in the year of 2008 sports. We'd love to hear that and, uh, and, and share those stories with us. So thank you Can again we- and go ahead. Yeah, we will post that video of the final, yeah. final two minutes and 42 seconds of the uh, Super Bowl. It's, it is definitely, definitely um, something to watch. Pretty cool. It's worth cool. Yeah. That was a fantastic good. memory. Um, yep. But, but yeah, definitely. And we will, I guess, conclude at least the subject matter episodes of 2008 before we go into the mashups. Um, How did you get in here? <laughs> <laughs> the dog just... It's appeared. The door's closed. The door's it, closed. She's a magic dog, man. How did she it, do? Anyway, so. <laughs> hi. Anyway, so, okay. <laughs> hi. So, so we'll see you all. We'll see you all in the TV episode. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. <laughs>